0: Team, welcome to the Freedom Hut Tuesday, November 30th edition of the program. We have Ron DeSantis and Fuego down in Florida just doing a great job explaining a whole range of issues. We've also got Fauci and the rest continuing to downplay natural immunity. Why are they doing that? Oh, we will address it. And there's also what happens when you move into a house with a bunch of libs. It's like the real world lib We'll discuss that in a moment. And CNN's Chris Cuomo in hot water again. I don't know how much we care about that. We might get to it. We might not. It's one of those things. When running a business, HR issues can kill you. You got wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations, and HR manager salaries aren't cheap. An average of $70,000 a year. Bambi, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E, was created specifically for small business. You can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance all for just $99 a month. With Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. Your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. From onboarding to terminations, they customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day-to-day, all for just $99 a month. It's month-to-month, no hidden fees, cancel anytime. You didn't start your business because you wanted to spend time on HR compliance. Let Bambi help. Get your free HR audit today. Go to Bambi.com slash buck right now to schedule your free HR audit. That's Bambi.com slash buck. Bambi.com slash buck. I, I got to tell you, Florida is just the place these days. It's a beacon of freedom. Producer Mike, you ready to move to Florida, man? We might have to do it. Yeah, I think it's time. I think it's time. It's crazy how New Yorkers, for example, we can all feel the grip of Fauciite madness around our throat. It's getting tighter and tighter. They've already changed to a strong mask advisory in all indoor spaces. Hold on a second. What about we're vaccinated and now boosters? They don't even care. They don't care. In fact, the boosters work so well that you have to mask up even right after getting boosted. So that'd be your third shot. Not enough. Got to wear a mask indoors now not quite a mandate because this is what they do the, the incrementalism they don't want people to have the shock of the mandate but we're going to be back to masking up in the gym any day now because that's really going to keep people safe make 25 year olds who want to stay in shape on the treadmill make them you know cough into a, a choke as they're running not cough because they're sick into a, a cloth surgical mask that all the actual data shows does effectively nothing But I'll get into all of that in a moment. Um, We are heading, I think, unfortunately, into another winter of Fauci-eyed madness. That's what it feels like right now. And Governor Ron DeSantis is one of the very few voices who's saying this is just not going to happen here in Florida, not on his watch.
1: In Florida, we will
0: not let them lock you down. We will not let them take your jobs. We will not let them harm your businesses. We will not let them close your schools. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result to even be entertaining the idea of doing destructive, disastrous policies like lockdowns. I mean, honestly, I'm not surprised uh, because I think some people are just wired for this, but it is not going to happen in the state of Florida. You can take that to the bank. Not going to happen in the state of Florida. I'm going to be spending uh, a lot of time down there. Mike, I'll be connecting via remote for a lot of January, a lot of February. I got to get the hell out of here in New York. This is just crazy. What is it going to take for these people to realize it doesn't what they're saying just doesn't end up happening? Doesn't work right with the masking stuff. That's not going to stop the virus. And we have all these people getting vaccinated and now getting boosted. I just saw somebody in my building elevator yesterday she uh, said she, she got COVID. I'm sorry, she got the shot, rather. She got vaccinated, got COVID anyway, and now she's going to get boosted. So this is somebody who will have had natural immunity after getting the shot, is getting another shot, and is going to have to go around and act like she is still a, a risk of viral spread to other people. I do think it's fair to say, I mean, you, you do wonder what exactly... What exactly is this supposed to look like in three months? How about in 30 days? Where are we going with all of it? Well, for one thing, natural immunity, you would think, would be well studied at this point. They would understand what's really going on with it. But they don't. They don't. They suppress this information. Why do they do that? Isn't it so important to have all the best possible data? Well, here is Fauci doing the usual dance, because remember, he's pushing a policy he is pushing a policy folks he is a politician in a lab coat an unelected one at that excuse me an unelected politician here he is telling everybody that natural immunity is well we don't know that much
1: the issue of if you've been infected how long your protection lasts we don't have enough information of that to give a great deal of confidence although it is true to be fair that when you do get infected And you recover you have a degree of protection that's substantial the question is what is the durability of that and that's the reason why the cdc recommends that even if you have been infected and recover if you do get uh, a vaccine the level of your protection goes way way up and that's the reason why they recommend it
0: uh okay first of all to be fair is he afraid of offending big natural immunity is that what does he mean to to be fair Who's on the other side of this? Isn't it just science? Who's he being fair to? Being fair to the discussion? Well, wouldn't he always do that? Why does he feel the need to say to be fair to natural immunity? You see, that's a weird thing to say. It should just be, yeah, natural immunity, very protective, highly protective. In fact, more and more information keeps coming out about how it's as good or better than the vaccine. And now notice how he keeps falling back on we don't know how durable it is for how long. Guess what? They don't know that about the vaccine either so why is that what why do we pretend and other countries don't a lot of other countries don't do this they treat natural immunity as though you're vaccinated for at least a period of one year so why isn't that sufficient because that would be another wrinkle in the policy everyone has to get the shot everyone must get the shot that's it that's it there's no other approach that they are willing to even discuss And remember, if you don't get the shot, you're a bad person. They've been saying that all along. You're among the unvaccinated. But they've been maligning people like me and tens of millions, maybe, you know, 100 million plus at this point, probably a couple of hundred million people. Depends on how many. Well, when you separate out those who are sick from those who oh, those who had been previously sick from the vaccinated, it's probably in the millions, maybe the tens of millions. Um, A lot of them have been maligned. They're reckless. Why aren't they? Why don't they care about their communities more? Well, scientifically speaking, they're actually quite protected. Oh, but it's not enough. All right. Well, notice we can always play this game. the It's not enough protection game. This is why we say triple mask, triple mask. So when somebody comes to you and or rather when you see somebody who's masking up absurdly indoors, between bites or whatever outside, you can say, I'm sorry. This is a life threatening virus. One mask? Only one mask? Why not three? And they may say to you, well, you should only wear two, to which you should reply, three is better than two. It's very straightforward. I saw last night there's some, uh, I think it's a senior secretary for health in the UK. I don't know what the specific position is. There's a clip floating around of the guy saying, you should really get a booster every three months. I don't know. I mean, this is in the UK, it's not in the US. I wasn't able to deep dive, verify this clip, but it was a video clip going around of a guy. who seems like he's some kind of UK health minister. And he's saying every three. months now, is that, first of all, is that, is that a crazy thing to think somebody would say, given the realities of what's really going on here? I mean, if you want to be really protected, three months, it starts to go down. So should, should you get the shot every three months? When is it too much? You'll notice Fauci never, ever, says you know what you're right it's too much we've gone too far we need to scale this back a little bit it's always more 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 um and then we get to the masking issue specifically this is a question of science they should have numbers for us right they should have have data to support what they're saying well here's what fauci says on masks play three
1: well masking certainly does something i don't think there's any doubt about that Uh, The idea about mandates, again, it depends on where you are and what the circumstances you're in. One thing for sure, that if you are in an indoor congregate setting where you don't know the vaccination status of the people around you, you should wear a mask. We're going to be traveling soon. People will be traveling for the upcoming holidays. You're going to be in airports that are generally crowded. Keep that mask on. I know when people go to eat at the food courts, To the best of your ability, stay away from that and keep your mask on. You have to have a mask on when you're on the plane, but make sure you have it on when you're at the airport. All the time,
0: mask up all the time around anybody, mask up. They've learned nothing. They've learned nothing. This is this is an anxiety napkin for people. Take it on, take it off. Sometimes it's on, sometimes it's not. How well does it work? It certainly does something, Fauci says. Well, well, what is that number? It will reduce your chances. You know, if you if you read the back of a you know a box of of condoms, it'll say you know it's ninety eight percent effective, and then it's actually uh, you know ninety or eighty percent effective. I, I don't don't quote me on the numbers, please. Uh, with human usage, meaning people mess it up. But you have numbers, okay? How effective are masks? It seems like something we should know at this point. So much data, so many data sets to analyze. They don't know. I don't know. Where has it worked really well? Where have you seen masking stop a pandemic in its tracks or even cut it in half? Nowhere? Oh, right. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's absurd, folks, but Fauci is never going to change. He has to stay in his current position. Let me let me tell you what's really going on here. Fauci has to stay in his position until the end of this so he can declare victory. And then the story is Anthony Fauci saw us through the pandemic. Anthony Fauci is, you know, the combination of... Patton, MacArthur and Nimitz all in one and Eisenhower, sorry, all in one, getting us through uh, this battle against the virus. If he leaves prematurely, he doesn't have the ability to control the narrative the same way. So he's staying in this. He's staying till the very end. Fauci's going to be in his job through the midterms guaranteed. Well, I can't predict the future, so maybe I can't guarantee it. But Fauci's going to be in his job for the foreseeable. Um, And he won't leave it because he knows if other people have access to the data, if they change the messaging, then they might start to ask questions about what Fauci's been doing this whole time. Why have we been uh, put through all of this? But Fauci knows, he knows he has to be uh, in charge or else people might start figuring out the truth. And that's a huge, huge problem for him. Uh, They want you to do, they want you to believe people like MSNBC's Chuck Todd Who's telling us that uh, the virus, you know, our, the problem here is we tried to live normal lives again. We were naughty. And that's why the virus is back. I think One of the things about his covid response over the last couple of months is one could argue he is not he has not been the face of the covid response. Not in some time, really, not really since we declared our back in July when he declared our independence from the virus, obviously prematurely. Prematurely. Well, when do we declare independence from a virus that is endemic and mutates and going to be with us forever? I just want to know what when, when do we actually get to say when Fauci says it's under control? Well, what does that look like? I mean, New York is talking about putting masks back into place. How how dangerous is COVID in New York City? Just just to give you, you know, one example, one place in the city. How dangerous is it in New York City right now? Well, you have right now um I think it says 50 people in the most recent. uh, Is that is that a day or for the week? I have to check seven day average. I'll say here we go. Sorry. Yeah, the seven day average about seven. So for the week, it's about 50 people. So you're losing about seven people a day to COVID right now in New York City. You're going to make everybody jump through hoops and act like maniacs because of seven. You know, think about now. I know every death is a tragedy. How many people die from heart disease every day and cancer and car accidents and everything else? We don't shut down society for that. Shutting down society also won't stop the virus. That's one of the critical lessons here. That's not going to actually prevent us from having to go through this yet again. But here we are. Here is the situation for all of us to see. We'll come back to more of this in a moment. I know the My Pillow products super well because I use them all the time. Toweled off this morning with a My Towel, put on my MySlippers, My Slippers, my. My Pillow, My Towel, all that stuff is amazing. And Mike Lindell, who's the inventor of My Pillow, is a phenomenal entrepreneur and he's got great products. You should try these out. Listeners like you have helped build My Pillow into the incredible company it is today. Mike wants to give back to all of you. You can get great discounts on My Pillow products by going to mypillow.com right now and clicking on the radio listener special square. You'll see rotational offers up to 66% off on products like their pillows, mattress topper, and the Giza sheets. But also new products like their slippers, weighted blankets, robes, waffle blankets, and more. All my pillow products come with a 60 day money back guarantee. Enter promo code BUCK for these great radio specials. Fascinating piece in uh, Barry Weiss's Substack that I saw I wanted to talk to you about for a second here. The title of it is written by a guy named Gabriel Katz. The title is Jew versus Jew on the real lessons of the Hanukkah story. And I'll give you a short version of this 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 uh, this guy Gabriel moves into a Moisha house which is a uh, a communal Jewish house they have them in Boston New York places like that and within a week his roommates sit him down and tell him he has to move out his fellow Jewish roommates or housemates whatever and this is because they find out that he's a conservative what I find so fascinating is that the way that they um, the way that they immediately leap to all kinds of conclusions about him, and the way that they 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 say that this is about their safety, and this is now this is the tool of the tyrant. You'll see this all the time. This is the, they're going to be the tool of the tyrant on Twitter with the new CEO. It's not that they just can't handle ideas that do not conform to their worldview, and really with that is it, they can't handle that people don't all agree with them. They can't handle that people won't do as they are told by the people who think they know everything. It's not so much that. I mean, that's a part of it, to be sure. It's not so much that uh, it's that they well, they won't agree that that's why they're so upset, of course, but they want you to comply. Like you have to agree with them. So, yeah, it offends their sensibilities that you don't agree, but also you have to go along with this. What does this kind of remind you of right now? The mentality out there? Yeah, kind of like a covid situation, right? You got to do everything that the other people, the crazy people want to do or else or else you're the enemy You're a bad person. You're not even allowed to talk to them about it. Right. So here is what uh, here's what they said. Um, The next evening, this is from the Barry Weiss Substack piece. The next evening, my roommate sat me down in our living room and demanded that I move out. They explained that when they agreed to accept me as a roommate, they did not know I was politically conservative. Michelle said she felt unsafe around me. And that she would not be able to take her birth control or bring her queer friends around me. My other roommate, Sarah, said that she did not think to ask about my political views because I was the first young conservative she had ever met. They both repeatedly said my political views made them uncomfortable. Oh, this is what happens with the lib snowflakes running around all the time. They don't even know what a conservative is. They just know that they're not part of the herd. They're not part of the leftist herd. They ask questions. They disagree with certain things. And that is a a complete, you know, this is a wooden shoe in the gears, so to speak. This is a huge problem for them because if somebody else asks questions and doesn't just obey, isn't just compliant because that makes them at some level question their own approach, which is to just be a sheep, walk around, do exactly what they're told. Believe that everything that they've been told is true never question anything, and obey. And as long as you obey, you'll be safe and warm and fed, and that's the end of it. Unsafe because of someone else's views? I mean, yeah, I feel unsafe walking around New York City because of psycho libs who think that criminals should be allowed to walk around because somehow putting people in prison less is a social justice issue, even when they're violent criminals who are repeat offenders who are victimizing people. But it's not the people that are Pushing for the social justice policies, we're being victimized, so they don't really care. Um, This is pretty amazing what they uh, said about this guy, though, that in an email uh, later that week, Sarah wrote, if you cannot unequivocally say that you are anti-racist and support gay rights and women's reproductive health and prison reform and defunding the police, among other important platforms, we have an irreconcilable difference that would not lead to a harmonious living environment Uh, I implore you to look inside yourself and consider why your viewpoints make us so uncomfortable. I mean, this is this is Stalinist. I just want to be very clear. This is hard line. You do what we say. You believe what we say. You celebrate what we tell you to or else. And this has unfortunately become the mentality of the modern American Democrat. This is the way a lot of them are. The people in charge, I mean, the ones that run the apparatus, and I always use that word intentionally because of the uh, way it evokes the Soviet system, the people in charge of the apparatus believe this stuff and they want everybody else to believe it because it's very powerful. Right. Once you have such an orderly herd, you can move it all in one direction to whatever your purpose may be. It's actually very classic Saul Alinsky in that sense. You mobilize them around one issue. You can mobilize them around whatever other issue you want. Just get the herd moving all all together without questioning. And without stopping. And this is what happens even in a living environment. It's pretty amazing when you think about it. The guy's a conservative. There's a woman who is uncomfortable living with a conservative who says she's never met a young conservative before. How's that possible? Half the country is Republican. Half the country is some form of conservative. And you never met somebody? Think about what a would have closed off. And they talk about diversity and inclusion, and all this stuff all the time. They really just mean, you know, uh, national national origin and skin pigmentation but they definitely don't mean ideology they definitely don't mean different beliefs so remarkable the guy ended up moving out by the way I and mean, what else are you going to do you move in with a bunch of psycho libs you got to move out right because you can't stay with them you can't be you can't be around them look i mean i've dealt with it here in uh, new york city in the past people ask why aren't you married buck i say well 80 percent of the women here basically hate what i do And, you know, I went from the CIA, which is pretty controversial when I was there, to conservative media and eight out of 10 people in New York City. So roughly eight out of 10, you know, women in their, you know, let's say early 30s are liberals. And some of them have gone out with me before, had a great first date by all accounts. And then a second date, they'll just be like, I'm sorry, I. I saw some things that you said online and I kind of like okay fine you know see you later you know this is kind of what ends up happening. These people are crazy. But this is this is the reality of America. This is what the Democrat party's done. This is why when you have control of academia, when you have control of news media, of Hollywood, it's not a good thing. It's all become this conformist echo chamber where no one really thinks, no one's really interesting, no one's honest. Everyone's just scared all the time, scared of the herd. Read the Gulag Archipelago, not because we have gulags going on, but because of the mentality of both the people and the bureaucrats. You'll hear me say this a lot. It's not that they want you to obey things that they know are lies. I'm sorry, that that you think are lies that they think are true. It's that they want you to obey things that they know you know aren't true and they know isn't true. And that's the point. You do it because they say so. And that's really the mentality of these women who kicked out this guy from the house. Uh, We also have uh, Chris Cuomo here for a second. He was going after his uh, brother's accusers. You know what? I don't know what The guy's a buffoon. And CNN will back him no matter what because Jeff Zucker likes him. And that's all that matters over there because it really is. CNN is like North Korea and Jeff Zucker is Kim Jong-un. Whatever he says goes. So he's fine. Nothing's going to happen to him. But, yeah, do they have any principles over there? Of course not. But it's CNN. Place is a joke. It's awful. It should be ashamed of itself. People should be ashamed to work there, honestly. So there you go. That's my CNN Chris Cuomo analysis. Thanks for being here with me today, team. Appreciate it. Back with you tomorrow. Shields high.